Podcast Network. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. It was amazing. And they like to brag, they don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks, they like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that, screw that, screw that. I'm an alpha, I'd eat through that, through that, through that. Mmm, so why'd he do that? Do that, do that. Mmm. What's up, everybody? Happy holidays. This is week number two of our uh, Christmas exploitation, I guess. We kicked off the first week. We took a week off, uh, and we replayed an old episode that we recorded last year uh, that we just sort of held on to. I think we got a, a more shit, too, but it was the, uh, the it's a Bundy full life. But this week, Max with us, uh, Zach and I. Uh, What's do, up, my brothers? We're going to do a big piece oh, of shit of a movie. Oh, oh. In true fashion, the way we do series. Dude, you're low energy. Bring the noise. Or Max, Max here breaks some noise. Erf, erf. But this is the way we do things because we kick off a series we haven't started yet with the shittiest note, the shittiest film in the, in the whole thing, and we're doing that with Friday After Next. Wait, uh, why is me going out with Squeak till he fucked up? Friday After Next is the greatest fucking movie in the series. What? Friday After Next is the best movie in the series. Yeah, it's fucking stupid, man. But we got to pay homage to John Witherspoon in some way. You'd think if we were going to pay proper homage, we'd do one of his good movies. This is one of his good movies. He's a fucking, he does shit movies. He's a shit actor. But this is the only one that takes place at Christmas, so it automatically wins out. But if you guys are ready, we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm assuming this is like a DVD or something. I think it just... I don't fucking own this. I ripped it. Just fucking... Let's start okay. it already. It's right before the New Line Cinema logo. So we're going to go ahead and three, two, one, play. You guys remember that time I called John Witherspoon a shit actor? I was just playing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like him. It was funny, though, because we were asking Mac uh, earlier today, like, all right, so we're going to get together this time, and, and what, so what flicks are we going to do? We're going back and forth on things, and, and Zach's all like, yeah, it's, it's got to be Christmas or whatever. Look, they know the Earth flat. Q vision. Hell yeah. And then you're, and, and Mac thinks that we're going to do next Friday. I'm like, why would we be doing next Friday? <laughs> I don't know why. You guys kept like saying Wait, no. two words, so I was glimpsing at it. Yeah, he's full, like, he's full retard over here. Like uh, I'm like, oh, to see the Chucky, does that take place on Christmas? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then he's like, uh, fucking yeah, let's do it. Uh, like we were planning I didn't say on let's do-, do that. I said fuck that movie. I fucking hate that. movie. No, you first you said like, oh yeah, it does. And then like I said, it said, does. No, I said it does on it is on Christmas. And then I said no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, but first, stupid. first you said like you know you, no, I never you do anything. That. And then, and then, it's a, then you said you didn't want to do it. And then you said, "Well, you can, you can pick it anyway." Well, no, hold on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not my podcast, so it was Aaron's choice. I kind of felt bad for deciding for us. No. It, you know, this is my cast, and I'm taking over it. I don't care what we did, but it was funny though because. But no, I was I was building up because it was really fucking stupid. <sighs> because to to start it all off, we were like, oh, because we were gonna do Mac and on Mac and Zach, we're doing a Friday Thirteenth movie for Friday Thirteenth. And then, uh, so he's like, oh, I thought we were doing Friday the 13th. So, no, I, so I it ends we up all mixed up. And by the end of it, like, okay, I, I'll agree on doing Friday. So I'm sitting there like, we still don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Cause, uh, Friday the 13th was in the mix too. 
Yeah, it was really hey, You guys are so dumb. You just like, see, you need my big brain over here to fucking collaborate everything for you guys. So to, to wash him out, these are the funniest parts when Santa Claus is in, this, in the scenes. These, funny, that's probably the these only- are funny parts. That's your, your sense of humor is whack, Mac. The lines, the lines are the best. Your sense of humor is whack. Well, that's why I was blown away that you don't like Cedar Chucky. Because I mean, the movie's not good, but at least the jokes in that land. Oh, they're, it's kind of funny. Like this movie's not funny. Like, none of it. They lands. land in a fucking pile of shit and then get stepped on. Yeah, what joke was funny in Seed of Chucky? The Santa Claus one when he slits his throat. It's <sighs> not funny. It's fucking stupid. That wasn't a joke. He says something like he always does after he kills someone. Oh no, he fucking breaks. That's what it is. That's that's what's funny. Just the whole plot of the whole Glenn Glenda thing and him and Tiff arguing over that stuff is fucking funny. Oh, it's not. Not really. It's cringing. It's cringing. Come cringing. It's a new one. It's cringing inducing. You know, while this part isn't funny, it it does peak right here. Like, the movie goes downhill after this. It just gets worse and worse and worse. I say we just shut it off after this part. (laughs) We just, yeah, just end it. That's it. People are like, what the fuck? That'd be a first. Here's a fun fact. Did you know... He uh, Ice Cube called up Chris Tucker and asked him if he wanted to be in this movie, and uh, fucking uh, oh, he said no. Nah. And then j- just like an hour later, Mike Epps called him and like, I want to be in it though. <laughs> Mike Epps wasn't even his go-to guy. Really? What a dumb fucking prick. I would have said no afterwards. Well, I mean, the only reason Mike Epps was in the second one is because Chris Tucker wasn't available. I'm sure, right? Yeah. And so he was going to go back to Chris Tucker. And and still and so he wouldn't have had Mike Epps involved. Uh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. He's a beta. He's like, no, I'm a family man now. I do uh, fucking PG-13 movies. He was, yeah, he was riding high on Rush Hour, but it's funny because he's he's done nothing else but Rush Hour. Like in the last few years, he's had like cameos and a couple of things, but he wasn't doing anything but Rush Hour. And the guy never works. And I, I think I listened to a podcast with him, and he's one of those guys that's like, yeah, why not? Fucking cash my check and stay home. Like he doesn't want to work. He doesn't want to do more shit. Yeah, he's a fuck boy. Like he uh, he was in Indianapolis recently. I was like. He posted a video on Instagram or something. I was like, hey, man, I'm in Indy. Come see me. Hey, you didn't have to talk over me, bro. (laughs) You do it to me all the time. That was Chris, not Mac. Yeah, that was Chris. That wasn't me. It was Chris. Corbin Dallas. (laughs) What? Corbin Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the Chris Tucker impression. We missed the funny part. You guys ruined it. Oh, what funny part? Nigga, I'm Santa Claus. Where the fuck's the milk and cookies at? Yeah, you can't say that, bro. You can't say it on Twitch. Why not? You you say stuff about kids. I'm pretty sure that's not as bad. <laughs> you get banned on Twitch for that. Well, you can censor it. You got the you got the talent. That's funny because he uh, he fuckers. We were doing live on Twitch and he said it, and I was like, oh no, I, I didn't want to come out and say like, oh, you can't say that because then they would probably tag us and like, oh yeah, we gotta fucking block them for a week. If they haven't tagged us yet, I, I'm surprised because like the shit you say is way up there. Dude, to- you you can't say the n word. I can, can I can talk make about jokes about fucking children. Kids. That's fine. Yeah, see right there. No, you can't. Yeah, putting cocks in fucking mouths of children is fine, but saying the n word is not cool. Oh god. Ugh. Yeah, cringe. Yeah, I know. I was actually I was watching a fucking uh, Steve O video. He was talking about like, uh, oh yeah, the fucking tattoos I regret getting. And he was like, he was like, uh, oh, I was hanging out with a friend, 
we were talking about like, oh yeah, man, I I'd never want to get kids. Wouldn't it be funny if I got a baby with a fucking the little the cross going through it, like no kids? And then he was they kept one up in each other. Like, how about I get a tattoo of a guy fucking a kid? Yeah, let's do it. They were drunk and shit, so they go, they get it. He gets it at the fucking tattoo parlor. He comes out. He shows like there's there happen to be some fans walking by, and he goes, look at this new tattoo. And he could tell that he had crossed the line because of the look of horror on their face. And I thought, man, if that would have been me walking by on the streets and he showed me for the first time, he would have gotten a way different reaction. He would be like, this is the greatest fucking tattoo I've ever gotten. Cool story, bro. And he still have that shit. Hey, are they are they going to ever be done trying to pay homage to these animated openings for Christmas movies? It's kind of played out. I don't know, but you know what's funny is uh, fucking back when this movie came out, fucking uh, Next Friday was only like a year old at that point, and uh, I didn't like Next Friday the first time I watched it. I thought, oh, it's kind of a step down, and it kind of grew on me later, but at this point, when this movie comes out, I'm still not liking it so much. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, man, this could be fucking great because i didn't like next friday for one because it didn't take place in the hood so this movie's gonna take place in the hood this could be great and uh i'm just watching it and fucking uh dying a little inside every couple seconds (laughs) like i like i really didn't like this the first time so maybe i'll really go to like this one that's the way i felt about the second one because it was so different and i'm like i didn't know how to feel i thought it was uh, a step down as well but yeah it grew over time it's got its weird charm to it uh, now I like it in its own way. For I, the first one's still the best. This one, Riverman and I saw in theaters, and it was just terrible. I, it was embarrassing. See, I remember seeing the trailer for this and being like, I don't know. Uh, it don't look that funny. Like, uh, remember the big wraparound dr- joke was the, it's so good it makes you want to slap your mama. Yeah. That was the only thing. That was the big wraparound joke of the trailer. That's the big we gotcha. That's the big we gotcha. Here's the bait. You're going to love this movie because look at this funny joke. And I was just like, I didn't think that was very funny. But that's that's pretty much the height of it. It's, it's not very good. I think, uh, and I don't know why this is the movie they got made. Like, why do they pitch this idea? I don't know. I just don't know why this was the next logical step. You know, they were they had Ice Cube or whatever. He was uh, speaking at John Witherspoon's funeral and he was blasting New Line Cinema for not making the movie. Like, you know, he was going to Friday, foe, but New Line Cinema, he was doing all that shit. And uh, I don't know. I, there was a couple of scripts. I know he said he's like, I handed them two scripts and they were dicking me around. But I remember he wrote, I think he had one script probably without Chris Tucker that catered to him. And then one just in case he, because he was being wishy-washy about it, you know, off and on, off and on. But he's a flaky fuck. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Nice. Maybe there'll be another fucking, uh, you know, Jackie Chan movie for me to jump in. And then maybe I'll just fucking shoot. Well, no, when he was doing that shit, that's when he was in his tax trouble. Right. And he went on that tour you're talking about where he came near. Because he uh, had to pay back the tax man. He was going to go to fucking prison like Wesley Snipes. He pulled a Wesley Snipes. What the fuck? What is with these black men with their funny voices going to not paying the taxes? Wesley Snipes ain't got a funny voice, man. I know. I just had to find some similar thing well, to link up. Don't fucking shit on my jokes. They're they're both black. I mean, you already had that. What else? That's not good enough. But anyway, like, unless you're talking about Wesley Snipes and Tu Wong Fu. Then he's got a funny voice in that. You guys ever seen that? That's, that's what I was talking about then. Sure, I'll, we'll go with that. Have you guys ever seen Tu Wong Fu? I have no. Not. Okay, so they they recently put it on Netflix. I remember watching it. My mom rented this when it first came out because she was a huge Patrick Swayze fan. Uh, and it's got Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo. They're all in equal roles, right? And uh, it was sort of like 
a Arnold Schwarzenegger twins or sorry, kindergarten cop type of movie where it's like, hey, look, Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse, Wesley Snipes, Drop Zone, all shit. You guys have a certain image. How about we shake it up and we put you in a movie that people wouldn't expect you to be in? And it's one of those roll the dice that didn't pay off. It was a big bomb. But basically, uh, those two and John Leguizamo, they all play drag queens. Oh, okay. I've seen some shit on that. Oh, yeah. How the fuck John Leguizamo on that movie? <laughs> I've seen the pictures and shit. That's Dude, funny. He, I, I sent you guys one in a chat the other day. Yeah, I remember that. But uh, anyway, they put it on Netflix. So I remember when I was a kid, I didn't know what the fuck to expect. And I didn't remember much about it. Because, you know, you're like fucking... It came out in 95, so I was nine. <laughs> you know, I'm watching a movie about drag queens and I didn't know. But I watched it the uh, last week and I thought it was actually pretty you fucking funny. It. I thought it was fucking funny because to watch it. you can't get over the absurdity of these three guys. And the thing is, is you kind of forget after a while that you're watching Patrick Swayze or you're watching John because they're so fucking dedicated to these roles and they're in drag the whole fucking movie and they're acting like women and the whole thing. And uh, it's the kind of movie that if you got a lady or something you want to watch a movie with women will like it because they laugh at all the fucking cattiness and the way they are and stuff and the things they say and you know black uh what's his face wesley snipes is the over the top loud black woman you know uh patrick swayze sort of like the classic 1950s uh hepburn type of woman and then john leguizamo is the fucking puerto rican hood rat you know like the big hoop earrings and it's fucking ridiculous I would fuck John Leguizamo. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, Dolomite. That just came out with Eddie Murphy, the remake. Yeah, I hear that's really good. <laughs> it's so funny. That's not a fucking remake. That's a biopic yeah. about the guy that made it. It's hilarious. I like that movie. It's I, fucking it, great. It's good. It's so good. I gotta watch it. it. I watched that, and it, it reminded me of the Disaster Artist, but it was fucking better than the Disaster Artist. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you watch the Disaster Artist, I want to leave the theater thinking like, that inspires me. I want to make a fucking movie now. And it didn't quite get there. But Dolomite, it fucking got there, baby. It was donk. It's like, any, if he can do it, anyone can do it. That guy was donk. That's like Eddie Murphy coming back. Was that? That's like his movie to like, hey guys. Hey, motherfucker. Well, I, I'd like to see it because I want to see it. I want to see a good Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> I can't fucking do the Eddie Murphy. I used to do that shit to my dad. That was like, hey, Murphy, coming back, though. Like, hey, motherfucker. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, this chick has a mustache. Why? She's got it lined up, though. She in the ghetto. Here's a fun fact. This movie cost $10 million to make. Why? Dude. Really? What the? F- Probably this apartment area. Just that outside right there. Opening weekend, it made $13 million. Why? They got their money back. It, it grossed in the USA $33 million. Why? Wow. So it was a hit. $10 million, that's a really low budget, but you have to... That, that Even that, though, $10 million, that went to Ice Cube, and that went to like promotion and, and, and marketing and shit. It didn't go to Mike Epps at all. <laughs> it went to Ice Cube, not Mike Epps. Of course it went to Ice Cube. He's the fucking... He's the main. Mike Epps might have made like half a million dollars. Ice Cube Mr. probably... Johnson. Ice Cube probably took like five mil, and then the... Because this movie itself, the production, fuck, man, this can't... This, this didn't cost much. There ain't no set pieces to this movie. Uh, they filmed it on like a single block in the hood. You know, I'm pretty sure the city of Watts charged them a lot in taxes to film. You you implying that fucking Ice Cube doesn't deserve all that money? He started this gangster shit, and this is the motherfucking thanks he gets. Started this gangster shit. I like that song. What's the best Ice Cube album? 
Uh, death certificate, maybe. See, that's the thing. That's what sucks about the 90s is fucking, they always had to fucking fill the album up all the way. And so many of them have 19 tracks and a bunch of like sk- half of it's great material or good material. And then the next half is like, meh. Yeah. And uh, th- th- that's a big thing in the 90s. Why do they do that? Hey, look at their Outcast poster. I don't know. I know I everybody talks that. about, sorry, continue, Outcast. The poster on the wall, I never no. noticed that. See, he, he was just jumping in and doing, he was just saying nothing. He was adding nothing to the conversation. Everybody talks about Predator. I know it's like his, one of his, but I think Death Certificate's probably a little better. But I, I you can't go wrong with his, like his first four solo albums are really fucking good. Yeah. And then he, then he started making a lot more movies. And then I think he had like an album in the mid, like 2005. And then he had another album, like fuck it. You know, he, he released a couple more albums over the course of like 20 years after that. So, but his like first four records are pretty good. The, the ones he did in the late '90s, that that volume one and volume two, uh, the one the one that has "fuck dying" with Corn, the one that Corn did all the instrumentals for, yeah, and that's and that and that's got uh, that's got started this gangsta shit, right? Hello, hello, it's got that on there too. That those are actually pretty good too, and that, I think that was the first that was the first one in like fucking a long ass time because he was doing all the Friday movies and shit like that. I think it came out actually. Is that not the one that had the you can do it. Put your ass into it. Song. It was. Yeah. It was on one of those. So those albums are okay. But, but yeah, that was a, a big part of the nineties. Half of the album was good, and then it's like, oh, we gotta, cause it's like, oh yeah, it, back in back in that time. Uh, see, kids might not know this. Fucking a brand new CD costs like fifteen bucks. And fucking twenty if you went to Sam Goody. Yeah, they could justify like a, a nineteen or twenty dollar price tag if it was like a big artist. Those ICP albums were always twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 20 fucking bucks and we bought them like fucking retards fuck yeah we did 20 <laughs> bucks you know what's funny though is it's like uh that's why they never fucking like oh uh you know i only got like 30 minutes worth of good stuff but you know i gotta fill out an hour because i don't want to make them pay you know 20 bucks for an album that's 30 minutes when it, an album that's an hour costs the same amount i don't want to shortchange them so they'd always fucking overinflate it and a lot of 90s albums like they just they're good like for 50% of it and then just fall flat. Yeah. Dude, I would love to have Terry Crews rub me all over. And this is before Terry Crews was Terry Crews. Nobody really knew the fuck. At this point, he was just Team Money on Battle Dome, that American Gladiator spinoff. Battle Dome. Yeah. But then, you know. Is that where people get together and fucking headbutt each other to death? No, it's like American Gladiators, man. They use their dome in an American Gladiators kind of way. They just beat the fuck out of each other with their domes only. You're probably you're probably too young to really remember American Gladiators because I mean No shit, what was your first fucking guess? <laughs> I don't know, but uh what was I fucking Red versus Blue? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck Halo? What the fuck was I gonna say? Hello. Yeah, titty on my chin. Jello. I'd suck his tits. Pancakes and jello. Hello, Manello. What's your name? Hello. Look him grab his cock here. I always my mouth waters. Yeah, <laughs> those are some big ass boxer briefs. Too. Damn, those are just normal boxers. <laughs> they, but they they clean though. He's got a fucking handful of that fucking man meat. <laughs> He's got. The- but you know what? On uh, on the topic that you were just talking about, you know, in the seventies and the eighties, it was cool because it was ass backwards, where all albums had like seven to nine tracks. But they're they're usually you know those classic albums that are they they weren't filler. It's like it was all good shit. You talking about the eighties or the nineties? Seventies and eighties oh, albums yeah. had like fucking seven to nine tracks. They were real short, you know, mm-hmm. and they were just all killer, no filler. 
Because they knew if they made a song that didn't fucking, it wasn't good enough, they didn't put it on there. But even like, and I'm talking about like a lot of rock albums and even rock music into the 90s, it, it just the standard increased. Then then it had, then it became like 10 to 13 songs. Mm-hmm. Then like 10, somewhere between 10 to 15. And I think it just became about keeping up with the Joneses. Well, this popular record had this many and then the demands became higher. Like you got to give us fucking at least 12 songs. And uh, you had more of that shit going on. The number of tracks became the way you decided whether or not it was an LP or an EP. And, and, and the length, too, right? I think that's why in the 90s it was a popular trend to have the hidden tracks and have like 12 minutes of fucking white noise. That was another way to fucking inflate the runtime. Yeah. Make it an hour long. To ma- and, and give it that fucking just like uh, white noise. Like all the Korn albums had that. So if Korn had released Life, or sorry, uh, uh, Follow the Leader in like the 80s, it would have not had Camel Tosis or, or uh, All in the Family. It would have been tighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would and it, and it wouldn't have had the earache my eye and the fucking 20 minutes of silence. And, and it probably would have even like taken off two of the songs that were still good just to shave it down even more. And they would have been like B-sides on some record singles, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking Camel Tosis and All in the Family. Uh, <laughs> the Far Side. Bad songs. They're bad songs. You were singing. Uh, you were. If Zach was serenading me with "End Together" now before we started uh, recording. What were you doing? The Method Man line. What does he say? Like, oh, yeah, fucking, we're waiting for Mac to show up, and Aaron's like, "Where the fuck's he at?" And I went, "The cow." <laughs> <laughs> what does he say there? I, I always thought he said the cow. Like, where the fuck am <laughs> I? Mean? Like yeah. California. I don't fuck. What does "End Together" now even mean? What's the song about? Maybe we'll figure out what he's saying if we knew what the. Fu- it's all in the. Family. Different track. But uh I like Children of the Corn, man. The ice cream track. The same sounded the same. His brain's on a five minute delay. We were talking about all in the family five minutes ago. Yeah. I Ice Cube though, that that track he did with him was, was good. I like uh Children of the Corn. That's a fun song. What was it what was the corn album where they covered the Ice Cube song? And it had Chino Marino doing it. That was Life is Peachy. Yeah. I had a buddy uh in middle in middle school, like we were like in the sixth grade, and he's like I was trying to tell him that was Chino Marino, the Deftones. He's like, I thought, no, that's Fieldy, man, because he's into hip hop. I'm like, that's not fucking Fieldy rapping, motherfucker. That's, I mean, I know he clearly sounds like this guy on fucking Adrenaline. Exhibit A. Did it even say like featuring Chino? Yeah, it says, it says it. No, it doesn't say it on like the back, but it said it deep in the liner notes. Oh. Like there were some kids that just never read that shit. Like if I was curious, like who's that? I'll, I would actually go in the liner notes. But it didn't say it on the back or nothing. I don't think Chino Marino was. You know, that album came out in, like, what, 96? Valentino. Yeah, that came out to 96, and Adrenaline came out in 95. I'm sure when they recorded that, fucking Deftones wasn't even anybody. Like, they weren't, you know, why put Featuring Chino on there? But I don't like that song. I think I think their cover, I think you guys did it better. <laughs> I basically just covered it like the corn version. I know, but I liked it better. I did. It was dog. I think Chino's voice was a little annoying for the rap thing. I didn't really care for it there. You don't want fucking Chino to just melt his fucking cappuccino in your mouth. No, but they're coming out with a new album fucking soon enough. Hopefully it's fucking good. That last one sucked, Dick. I didn't think it sucked. It, it was okay at best. Yeah, but it, did you, do you remember anything about it? Uh, yeah. It had birds on it. Yeah, it had fucking like flamingos on the front. Great. Pink flamingos. But it's just, it's not very good. It's just, uh, it was... It was too monotonous and too samey, and I you can't really remember anything about it. I remember the coolest part of the whole album was on the very last song, which was called Rubicon, and it kind of got heavy, 
but it's like, oh fuck, this is a buildup. It's finally gonna actually do something, and it just does it for ten seconds, and the whole album ends. I'm like, what? Yeah, he fucking uh, he, he blue balled you. Yeah, it's exactly what they did. It's like they finally give you like a a breakdown or a midsection that's gonna build, and then it just fucking stops. Like, oh okay, this album sucks. How's come uh, out of nowhere? They were like, hey, remember that album we rele- we recorded and never released? Maybe we'll put it out, and then they they put out one song and then never talked about it again. <laughs> I wonder. The album must not be good. I guess because there's no reason why they wouldn't put that out, especially after how many years since uh, Chi Chang died. They would put it, and not to mention, it's just a, it's an easy thing to put out. It's, it's if it's already fucking done or it just needs a couple of touches to to finish it up. That's fucking easy money, and it's an easy reason to tour. I mean, it must it must be shitty. Maybe they don't want to fucking tour so and play those songs. Maybe I thought like, they did release it. I thought I saw something saying mm-hmm. where they released it. No, they played like they they played Smile. That's the only song they released, and they played it. Oh live. yeah, someone recorded something of the. Oh, they played it live. Yeah, that's yeah, right. at their little festival like a few few weeks ago. But uh, that's the song Zach was talking about. They released, but that's it. It's like, I mean, who knows? But I don't know how good that album could be because I didn't like the previous album. Saturday Night Wrist was their least best album up to that up to date. Um, that wasn't their previous album. It was Diamond Eyes. Or uh, the other one. No. No, it wasn't. Diamond Eyes was the first one without Chi Chang. Saturday Night Wrist was the last one with Chi Chang. So Eros or whatever was the album that would have came after Diamond uh, Saturday Night Wrist. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. But Saturday Night Wrist up until that point was their weakest album. Looking back on it, I can pick out like five good tracks on it. But for Deftones, that's pretty weak because other than that, like half a that's half a bad record, half a good record. And Gore, which is all shit to me, they're they're one of the more consistent bands that's been around for fucking like, you know, 25 years or whatever. So I let it slide. You let it slide. I let it slide. If somebody, you're at a fucking bar and somebody smudges your puma, let it slide. <laughs> the fuck is that from? Why does the uncle look like the fucking boxer from Street Fighter? Balrog, you fucking racist. <laughs> look at him, dude. He looks just like him. That's fucking Uncle Elroy. <laughs> That's not racist because the dad doesn't look like him. <laughs> Ice Cube doesn't look like him, and Mike Epps doesn't look like him. Just him. That's definitely not racist. I don't think he's got the same skin tone. He's really dark, dude. He got nah. They got the same haircut too, and the same jawline. See, this is before Wesley Snipes. Do you know? I mean, this is common knowledge for retro gamers, but you know, like his name isn't really Balrog. Like, yeah, they spelled it wrong. Fucking retards. No, well, no, no, that's not yes. what it is. That's what happened. They spelled his name wrong. If they make up a name, they can spell it however they want and call it whatever no, they want. No, that, that's not what it is. So or in, was it people just called him something different? No, no. In they e- changed it. In ev- no, it's not right. In every other territory besides America, M. Bison is Balrog. And then M. Bison is Balrog. You know, their names are flipped. So M. Bison is really Balrog, and uh, Balrog is really M. Bison. Because Mike Tyson, Mike Bison, right? That's all they were doing. They were spoofing Mike Tyson. But somehow, I really don't know the reason why, but when they took Street Fighter to America, I don't know if it was literally a fucking mistake and it just fucking took off and they never fixed it. But for some reason, they switched the names. And so, you know, they <laughs> M. Bison, Mike Tyson, is now fucking the, the leader of Shadowloo. It doesn't make sense. But is, that's uh, is it fucking Street Fighter, the, the game that has the, the character inspired by the guy from Fugazi? Uh, Ian McKay, the guy Pikyoto. Oh yeah, yeah. So guy. In Street Fighter Two champions arcade machines. Balrog's name is misspelled as Barlog. 
Okay, so that's happened. That's hilarious. But that's not what I'm talking. So if you were to like Google Street Fighter Alpha Three or even Street Fighter, even the new, I never Street- noticed that. Even if you, even if you order the, if you looked up the newest Street Fighter game right, on the PlayStation Four, if you look up a PAL version, it will say it'll have their names flipped. M Bison will be Balrog, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's where it came I knew from. that he was. I knew that they were making him for. Fucking Mike Tyson though, because I remember watching something where they talked about it. Yeah, well, in even in the Street Fighter Two days, you know, obviously where he, he premiered, he looked more like Mike Tyson. Even in like mm-hmm. the uh, Avatar art, the Versus screen, he looked like they drew a lighter skin version of. He even had the gap and everything. Hold up, wait a minute, let me put some pimp in it. Pull my palm pilot. <laughs> this chick's fine. I think that's the first time we talked about this movie in like thirty yeah. minutes. See, I had I had to stop the fucking fighting game talk, or we were gonna head down a whole fucking uh, a <laughs> full fucking sweater full of autism. You got to pull that fucking uh, the yarn out of the sweater. It's gonna unravel. What happened to Craig and Carla? Did he hit that and quit that? Hell yeah! Which which chick is the hottest in any of the movies? I, Carla, I think she was hotter. Probably. Yeah, second one. She's the hottest man, uh, by far. But yeah, I wonder what happened. Mm, this to her. one's pretty hot. I want to see them both fucking each other. Let me put some pimp in there. I want to see him fucking her. It's Two-Face. She's really attractive, but she's too tall. Carla's just the right size. She's not too tall for me, you fucking midget. Yeah, you're fucking tall. <laughs> but And she's probably wearing heels, but... Hey, that guy got beat up by a kid. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that fucking video is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because he gets up at the end he's like yeah it's what you get and it's like dude you got your ass kicked dude we gotta put the audio of that in the end of this podcast or something <laughs> he must have like he must have been so embarrassed like fuck uh, I didn't look like like I felt like I was getting my ass kicked but I had to have looked like I was kicking his ass right just just the just the fact that there's some kid out there that thinks he's alpha and he's going up on that like a like an adult like that and he's treating an adult it's just hilarious the whole thing is ridiculous like that kid is fucking he's not cool but he's cool he probably was more of an adult than that guy is it's so funny the kid had the Chrome balls dome. to do that I don't know it was that like a soccer game or something it was out in the middle of yeah, the public daylight something chrome dome i thought it was at a show he was on stage no it was like a, it was like at a park it was like a soccer game or yeah, something they were outside in the daytime he he might have been just chilling out in the park he might have had a kid at this that would have been more embarrassing if he had like a kid at the soccer game uh <laughs> fucking your dad gets emasculated he the fucking uh, that kid fucking cut his his kid off he's like you little fucking prick and the fucking the little boy beat the shit out of him for it something like that man it's straight out of fucking stepbrothers right the Kid bullies are picking on these grown ass men. Yeah, but it's funny. That 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 fucking two minute video is way more funnier than this. This whole movie. That should have been fucking Friday after next. Yeah, <laughs> should have. Should just package that as the movie. Yeah. Starring. Did, did he ever recover from that? Because have you have you heard about Cat Williams doing shit like that's the last thing. Our, when the last thing you remember of a of a comedian is an embarrassing YouTube video where you're getting fucking bitch handled by a little kid. I think he might have some stand ups on like Netflix that are like small. It kind of like coincided with like him just kind of losing his mind a bit. Like he was uh, he was going off about the Illuminati for a while, and that happened, and people were just already not talking about him. I guess. You know who else shut the fuck up about the uh, John Davis started he he stopped talking about all that shit. I guess management was like, "Look, you got a fucking you got a new album coming out. Fucking just chill on that shit." Yeah, definitely don't go on Alex Jones show or shit like that. It's again. it's like it's like did he actually go on Alex Jones? That's where that's what he was talking. <laughs> that was It's like, "Look, you guys got a new album coming out in a year. Maybe that's enough time if you shut the fuck up now to kind of scrub it enough." 
but just don't fucking say anything. This is the internet. People forget everything in like a month's time. It is funny how people really do. So we got to bring that back. You should throw some Illuminati puppet in there and in, in the sound bites too. Yeah, we'll have to fucking put the triangles in the thumbnail. Freak keep some it, people out. Keep it you know alive. who who's part of the Illuminati, right? Uh, a lot of people. Uh, Cat Williams. This motherfucker right here, Ice Cube. I just want to draw a triangle on the side of his fucking temple. Hell yeah. To fucking connect his fucking moles. Those things. Yeah, Every time yeah, I fucking I, stare at him, dude, I just can't stop staring at him. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I've ever seen a meme like that saying Ice Cube was in the Illuminati because of him. Dude, look at Every time I see him, I just stare at that. I don't even look at his face. I just straight... Is it like a birthmark or something? They're no, moles. They're just little freckles. They, he didn't have them back in the day, and they just appeared out of nowhere, or at least I just wasn't paying attention. But they. I always thought the fucking Predator got a hold of him. Like, <laughs> oh, that little, little light? The lights? Side <laughs> Turned his fucking beam sideways. Dude, that's so funny. I've thought of that same thing. The fucking predator lasers. They burned them. No, uh, no, what? So they might have been there before, but they're just more pronounced now. Or they could have appeared, you know, because we develop freckles, like, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's, it's just the sun, you know, that does that shit. But, Mm -hmm. uh, or he just got older and they showed. But that's funny, man. I think he's always had them. Y'all know y'all using the Lord to sell pussy out here in the streets? Hell yeah. That's, that's simply grandmama. Old ass ladies like that. Yeah, don't talk to old ass ladies like that's simply grandmama. Shit. These old fucking decrepit hoes. I said decrepit. This is the funniest line in the movie, this whole thing, but this is where it ends. Like, I remember I watched this movie with my dad. For so, Okay, I saw it in theaters with Todd, like I said, but then later on, my dad actually bought it, like, on VHS, used, like, at some rental place. And I was like, oh, dad. Oh, dad, you, no, this movie's not. He loved fucking the two Friday movies. And I'm like, you got to believe me when I say this movie's not good. You should return that for your two ninety nine right now. Uh, but he watched it, and I watched it with him. And it was just one of those. And I didn't feel embarrassed like I did with Mortal Kombat Annihilation because I warned him. Because I then it's like, you know, I hadn't seen the movie either. So I was like, oh, dad, let's go see it. But this time I warned him. So I fucking just sat back, and I'm like, I told you. I done told you. But he's like, you didn't tell me shit. He's dead silent. And that part right there, that the, the exchange with the old crotchety bitches was the only part he laughed at. <laughs> I'm like, and that's that's why I always remember it. Because the movie's fucking not good. See, this, didn't you forget already that this movie takes place on Christmas? Yeah, it's shitty. It just it's it's an ugly movie. It doesn't look good. The aesthetic, uh, the sets, it's just not pleasing to the yeah, eye. It's really cheap. It just doesn't look good. It's like the ghetto of the new area. And it's not even like the first Friday was ghetto, and it it still was cool. This movie and and they didn't go anywhere in the first Friday. They stayed on his fucking porch. Went to Stanley's house. They went to the gas station and Smokey's house. It's like four locations. That's what happens when you know you don't got money, and it's like I gotta write what I know I can get away with for little money. And then this is what happens when they give you a lot of money and say go crazy. It's like you you come up with shit. So we're in a bunch of little locations here that are all in the same fucking ghetto, and it just looks so fucking drab and blase and just shitty. Uh. Next Friday works as its own thing because it's drastically different than, than the first one. It's vibrant, it's colorful, settings different. Uh, this movie, dude, this movie following how cool Next Friday looks just makes this one all the shittier. Yeah. It just, it's fucking so boring. Next Friday kind of does that too, right? It's pretty limited. You got, you got literally Mr. Jones in his car. Uh, then you got fucking Uncle Elroy's house, and you got that cul-de-sac, and you got the Baby Joker's house, and then you got the record store. Do they go anywhere else in that movie? I don't think so. That's like the whole fucking movie. So it's the new Halloween movie? <laughs> I'm just saying it always works really best when you have just a couple of like f- key like locations, and you write, a, and you, you, know, you can do something good with that. There's a bunch of movies like that. 
So you 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 just want the porch? I'm just saying they just did it the like classic Friday porch. They did it. The second one's like that too. I'm saying they succeeded there as well. This movie's just really stupid. Hey, let's be rent a cops. This will be this will go over great. Let's be cops. I remember this movie led into not long after this, the first barbershop movie came out. Or it might have been right before. Maybe Barbershop came out right before this. One or the other. They I came still never watched any of those. So I thought Barbershop was out before the second one. No. Remember they have three of them. Remember I what was the movie where uh, all about the Benjamins? Yeah, with a came out before. I thought like when that was coming out, I was like, holy shit, Friday three because it had Mike Epps and him in it. Yeah. And then it's like all about the Benjamins. That movie's okay. It's fine, but that movie's better than that movie's fucking better than this. Yeah, it is. I don't. I. I don't hate all about the Benjamins. I think it's all right. Um, no, uh, Barbershop came out around the time of this one, and I'll look it up in a second, but Riverman saw, and I saw that too, and it's like, it was all right, but I never watched it again, and I've never had a desire to watch it ever again. I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels. God, what's that Queen Latifah female Barbershop movie? Ugh. Fuck my life. I would never see that. Why would you watch that? Yeah, would you fuck Queen Latifah? Absolutely not. Fuck those tits, though. I'd fuck Queen Latifah. You'd let her shit in your mouth. Hey, Queen Laquifah. You just stick your dick in that ass, you fucking smack that ass and just ride that way. You don't even got to pump. Just fucking ride the wave. Hell yeah. Okay, this movie came out in 2002. Dude, that's fucking... I guess that's right, but that blows me away. It's been so long. And then... Barbershop movie came out in 2002. Hey, this movie takes place around Christmas. Remember now? Santa Claus. So Barbershop probably came out like in the summer, and this movie came out like a couple months later for Christmas. But yeah, this movie's ass. See, and, and not to mention like fucking Elko Elroy and, and his dad and all these guys play such fucking little roles. Yeah. They're not crucial to anything. And it was just, even in the second one, where they removed Smokey and his mom and his sister, and even Mr. Jones wasn't, he was kind of a backseat player. At least they replaced him with Day-Day and Uncle Elroy, and and uh, what's what's Uncle Elroy's fucking bitch's name? I can't remember. Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> How can I forget that? Sugar. Help me what out. What you doing, my nephew? Negro, what the hell are you doing to my woman? I like how he has the bag spray painted at the top to make it look like it's the gun. See yeah. if you can see the gun through it. See, at the like, what what fucking reason does he have to put a gun in a fucking bag? If I see somebody doing that, I assume they don't have a real gun. It's like a liquor. It's like liquor thing. Why would they do that? It's ghetto. They're they're in the back. No one else is gonna see that. I always thought Uncle Elroy kind of looked like the Our much log? no the dad of Jamie Fox. He kind of looks like Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx, would you suck his dick? No. I bet he's got a big, fat-ass dick. No. Fucking choke on that dick. I never even... Have you guys ever seen Ray? The Ray Charles movie he did? No. I never watched it either. He never watched it either, Ray Charles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. I don't know why I said that. He's dead, dude. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. He's gone. He don't care. He's a kitty guy, buddy. He's the best guy in this, buddy. Dude, my fucking brother was uh, wasted. We went and saw King Diamond over the weekend uh, here in town. And my brother, he was wasted as soon as I picked him up, like from like 4 p.m. And he just kept progressively getting drunker as the night went on. He drank like 10 beers. They cut him off at the concert. And I remember he was going off and on on the way home about like Colin Powell being dead. I'm like, he, he didn't fucking die. I didn't hear that. You'd think they'd fucking... You think that would be all over the news? Like, it was recently... And then uh, he's just one of those people that always gets his fucking facts wrong, kind of like Zach gets names wrong. Colin Powell. Yeah, and then when I looked it up, I'm like, it says he's still alive. He's like, he's fucking dead to me. 
that motherfucker that like uh, like uh, said that we needed to go into the Iraq War. Why him? <laughs> the fuck's he? Still, why would you still know about that guy? It's funny because I guess he's mi- he's not black or white. He looks yellow. He looks like he's got jaundice skin. I don't even know if I've ever seen him. Colin Powell? You never seen him? No. All I know is his parents named him Colin, so they fucking hated him. He must have been Colin Powell. That means like I've- his bullies probably fucking. Punched him in the fucking colon all the time. I'm guessing he was a pullout mistake, and his dad fucking had it out for him. The fucking he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name you Colon because that's where I was trying to shoot you, and oh, yeah. somehow, somehow you slipped down your the crack of your mom's ass, and you're here, Colon. Fuck yeah! See, I was a mistake, and I'm I'm proud of it. I well, so I've been told out of the ten kids that are in my family, I was the only one that wasn't a mistake, but. I I have trouble even believing yeah, that. Yeah, because I mean they let they let you watch their porn, dude. If you have fucking nine kids that you accidentally had, you got something wrong with you. Oh, absolutely. I'm not denying that. My mom and dad were careless as fuck, and my dad. You were the Kevin of your family. What? You got into the porn. Your mom and dad's porn. Oh yeah, I did that. That's terrible. We're like, what? Oh, we can see his. We can see his fucking bulge, fucking flapping around. He peaked. Uh, he peaked in white chicks. Did you not get the Kevin thing? I don't know. I remember I Home told alone. you about me finding. Yeah, I remember finding my parents' porn, and then are oh, you talking about like Buzz when you found the Playboy? No, I'm saying you're like. You said you weren't the mistake, but you're the Kevin. Everyone forgets. Get it? Never mind. No, it's nobody. You didn't get it. I, it was over. Yeah, head. yeah. It, it's, it wasn't very good anyway. But <laughs> I mean, it was, but I, <laughs> you just didn't get it. So I mean. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I want to fit. I can't but believe I just they didn't use the same dog. Yeah. I don't get it. Chico. It, it didn't make any sense. Do they call him a mistake in the movie? I don't know. No, yeah, he wasn't. That's why it went over my head. I get it. They forgot him. I, they, I get that part of Home Alone, but they didn't forget him. I mean, they didn't. Uh, they, he wasn't a mistake, and they never mentioned that. They forgot him, but they didn't forget him. They didn't forget him. They thought he was with them, didn't they? I don't fucking know. I've watched that movie like fucking five times. They neglected him, but like no one ever said... <laughs> when they were insulting him, like Kevin, you're such a disease. Then he go, Kevin, you were a fucking cum stain. You were a mistake. He said he was a mistake. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Is he is he referring to the Kevin, you're such a disease line? But he doesn't say Kevin, you're a mistake. He calls him a disease. Yeah, that's what the brothers are saying. No, no one ever said he was a mistake. But I would I would buy it because he's the youngest. Because you think by after like because they had what five kids in the McAllister clan. I just assume all children are a mistake, except for this guy here. Exactly. They didn't even pound it. What the fuck happened? Yeah, he's too fucking. He's a midget. So if you if you pound him, he might actually blow back. He might suffer some <laughs> repercussions from the fist hitting his fist. Usually, I'm really annoyed at people that have like big man, uh, small man syndrome, you know. But that guy would get a pass from me. I mean, he was genetically cursed. I would suck his dick too. Ew, dude, that lick that lick lip was cringy. I didn't see it. Where? When he was looking at uh, the girl, like right there, Ice Cube, and he when he first looked at her, man, he was like licking his lip. It was fucking cringe. Fuck you! You wants to see the Ice Cube lick his lip? He's a fucking sexy motherfucker. He licks his lip. You're just like, oh my god, he's gonna fucking blow me, and it's gonna be fucking hot. God damn! <laughs> fucking Ice Cube. Craig and Carla. So what? what what's uh? What's the best NWA record? Uh, you mean out of the couple? <laughs> I don't know. I guess straight out of Compton. There's only two of them. Yeah, it's like there's only a couple. There's straight out of Compton, and the one that you always talk about, hick, uh, suck a dick up to you hiccup. <laughs> right? You yeah. reference that. 
That's a good. That's a good. That's a good rhyme, though. But you know, you know, you you ever miss the rap beefs? It's funny. Like you go back and listen to them. It's like, man, this is so fucking juvenile. But there's something fun about them. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, I mean, I almost have to think that for for everyone that was like legit heated, the others were just like marketing. I think. Yeah. I think maybe that they eventually hopped on a bandwagon, like it just became par for the course standard for marketing your new rap album, and and they almost got together, like, hey man, you know they want us to start a a, a beef war, it'll sell records. It, they kind of did that, like in a light way. You remember it was like a a gangster version of what they tried to do with Fifty Cent and Kanye when they both had their sophomore albums coming out, and they had that big fucking like rival marketing thing, you know? I don't remember that. Yeah, it, whatever. It was stupid. Kanye won, by the way. The dumbest fucking rap beef I remember, the the one that was obviously like, that's just a marketing thing. Eminem and Fred Durst? <laughs> no. That. I was going to say I was gonna say Eminem and fucking, what's her name? Christina Aguilera. ICP? Yeah. Where he's like, fucking bitch, she did a fucking thing on MTV where she was watching my video, and she said Eminem's cute, but I think he's married to Kim. I was like, she said that? So? Why is that a big deal? Sit me next to Cousin Daly and Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> chicken nugget whoever she gave head to first i don't know that, that fucking he made his whole career off dissing like Hell he was yeah. like he was peak like just okay parody of that but i never got into it oh that's uh that's the dank shit you diss people well, i never got into eminem oh beta you know beta boy bacon boy So, how far into this movie are we? <laughs> well, halfway. Forty-two minutes. That's exactly. We're not. That's not good enough. Oh, look at that! A black person profiling a black person. Hell yeah! I want to see him. Fuck. That's the guy from Dodgeball, isn't it? I don't know. I never watched that movie. You never watched Dodgeball? It's a pretty funny movie. I like it. You know what I like? Big flappy fucking tits. On my dick. See, I got nothing. This movie's giving me nothing to work with. Yeah. Well, you should watch Dodgeball, though. It's pretty funny. It's got Ben Stiller basically playing Tony Perkis again. He's only got a couple of characters, and he recycles oh, yeah. them. So uh, the main guy in that movie is him, like the kind of the bad guy. And he's just and he plays a guy that owns a big global gym, so it's very similar. And, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching Heavyweights. I was like, do you think Tony Perkis meant ill or do you think he was he was just misunderstood uh well clearly he had fucking issues himself though you know he does he doesn't seem really malicious though he just seems like he just doesn't fucking know what the fuck he's doing dinner has been canceled due to lack of hustle deal with it uh, that's yeah, pretty that's fucking only, bad that's the only scene where it kind of seems like he's an <laughs> asshole but it almost seems like they put that there just for that scene of the movie just so it would make sense and even when he was really pushed over the edge he kind of almost had an excuse because they had him locked up and, and there's a fucking electrical fence like like but it'll smoosh like he was acting all crazy there. Like your queen would be proud. <laughs> You're an excellent guard, Nicholas. And did, and when he's like pushed over the edge, he does the backflip off the rafter. <laughs> like yeah. he's at, at. They're not seeing an accurate portrayal of what was really going on with the kids. You know, like they're seeing the guy pushed over the edge after the, what the kids did to him. Um, all he was doing was trying to make them work hard. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. They were fat pieces of shit. No, he wanted money. Well, yeah. Like, he, oh my he, god. He was, he was he was pushing them too hard. Hey, I'm not crazy. I just believe in you. And I believe in you. 
Call and order now. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this. Let's get our hands dirty. <laughs> I'm feeling skinny, Tony. Fucking dog. My movie's full of them. Would you shoot a fucking fat ass nut on Lars's chest when he's tied up? <laughs> yeah. With honey on his chest? No. I'd untie him. He was a nice guy. Yeah, they did let him tie him. He, he fucking partied with them. He got, they got some fucking dank bud and they partied. Oh, yeah. What incentive did he have really to join their side? Like, I love you. And he was really partying with them and stuff like that. I don't, like, dude, you're a fucking camp counselor. You're making like two he bucks. Knew Tony was crazy. You're making $3 an hour. I mean, I get it. They said, oh, you get deported. I don't fuck it. Oh, yeah. Like, we found it out. If you don't have a job, you get deported. I love you. That's that's mean. You don't got a job, you get deported. That's fucking, that's savage. Someone whipped out their cock and he saw it. So he was like, oh, I love you. I want to suck that cock. The the nurse, nurse, nurse Julie. I knew her because I used to, I used to watch it. We didn't have cable when I was like. You know her? No, listen, I, I used to watch her because I, on that show VIP. Remember that show VIP with Pam Anderson? Oh yeah. It was like a mod it was kinda like a modern take on Charlie's Angels because it was three girls, Pam Anderson, Nurse Julie, and this other girl. Talking about barbed wire? No, as a movie, as a shitty movie. <laughs> but no, VIP was like a, a show in the early two thousands that was probably on for a couple of few years, two or three years. And it was kinda like uh Charlie's Angels. It was Pam Anderson, uh the chick that played Nurse Julie and a third person. And they you know, whatever. They were some kind of like fucking cops or secret agents or something i don't know i didn't really give a shit i didn't know what was going on with the plot all i know is we didn't have cable and they would run that like on abc on my fucking turn dial fucking tv that I had pliers on and they would play it at like two in the morning and i'd beat off fuck watch yes. this I'd, <laughs> I'd beat off so i don't i don't know what they were i just know they were some kind of like authorities but i didn't ever like watch it for the plot would you blow fat ass nuts in the air i would do mouth no i didn't do that but i said yes too soon i didn't let you finish <laughs> but no i didn't do that but no, so yeah. I think the third person was a dude. What's that? Mimi Siku? The third person was Mimi Siku? No, I don't think so. A dude. <laughs> no, it was a, they're, all, they're all women. Uh, she was the brunette. But anyway, and the girl that played uh, Miss Julie, she was like the smart one of the group. Like kind of the nerdy. She had glasses and she she's like Donatello. But of course, she was like a total. It sounded like a, it was cringy because she's kind of a total airhead. But anyway, man, I used to beat off to all three of them. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck yes. I want to I want to make a mess of Nurse Julie's glasses in that show. Here's a fun fact: the character of Roach was written into the original script, but the script was rewritten after the actor Justin Pierce killed himself. Well, oh, into this one. Okay, what was his? Uh, did they say how big his role was? I blame this fucking script. He did himself a favor, <laughs> and he did it. It pushed him over. That's not nice. <laughs> he was probably already like a threat to himself, but this pushed him over the edge. He's like, you know what? I can't. He was depressed as fuck, and then he read this. And see, it was the same script. It just had Roach show up at one point, and he was like, fuck life. Yeah, because it tell. So he was just shoehorned in, like fucking uh, Craig Jones. Is, yeah, the mother there, right? She's just kind of. He was sitting there reading the script, and he's like, you, you look into the abyss, the abyss stares back at you. And he just fucking, he did it. He listened to that song with the fucking uh, Judas Priest uh, where they said, do it, and it fucking convinced him too. Hey, that's Zero from, uh... Hell yeah, What's it dude. called? Holes. Holes. Holes, yeah. Buttholes. Buttholes, surfers. Oh, that's weird. This is the role he got after Holes? This is before Holes. He's younger than that movie. No. This was before Wesley Snipes. No, this is after Holes, right? No, it's before. This is 2002. Are you sure? 
See, this is right after fucking 9-11 happened. We're going into the war on terror. See, Colin Powell goes back, and this is right around the time he came around and said, we got to fucking, we got to go. And uh, fucking, we we really needed to laugh. And this movie came along, and it fucking, it, it, it solved our problems. It, it made us laugh, and we were we came together as a nation. I mean, if this movie came out the year before, I think you'd blame it on the terrorist attacks. Exactly. You, I, you I know, do blame it get, on this movie, actually. You'd, you'd get to <laughs> They fucking, uh, that, that plane they stole was actually a time machine. And they had to go that fast to go back in time. The time bomb. And then they just didn't realize that they would be right in front of the fucking Twin Towers when they okay. finally crossed. Let's be, let's be more realistic with it. What probably happened time was... Time bomb, time bomb. You know, they were on like fucking uh, Joe Blow or whatever online, and they read about this movie happening a year before, right? It was in development. And they had they tried to stop it. Probably. And they thought New York City was like the Hollywood hub because they're stupid. Yeah, but no. So they hit they hit the wrong buildings, but they they were trying to take out you know New Line Cinema to to, to stop this. That's what they thought it was. This was originally meant to be called the Final Friday, but the producers thought it was too similar to Jason Goes to Hell, the Final Friday. They didn't want to rule out a fourth film. That's not even a good fucking title, Final Friday. Yeah, it's you should have called it Last Friday. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't go with the theme at all. Fucking Ice Cube, he was on he was on fucking hella fucking weeds that day when he named that script. He's like, Wait. I'm gonna call this shit the Final Friday. It'll fucking make sense. Cause that was the new the new one was like proposed to be last Friday, right? The fuck's R. Kelly doing there? Oh yeah. My only thing though is is uh it wouldn't make sense. I get it as a play on words, last Friday, haha, the last one, but is it a prequel? <laughs> It doesn't make sense though. Yeah, see, they would have had to. They would have had to write something in the script where it kind of implies something we thought was true through the whole series wasn't true. So it kind of like, oh, there's some sequel or uh, prequel instances in there, little fucking shavings of a se- of a prequel. That would have worked. This guy looks like a black Scott Ian. Fuck yes. He's like tiny. Would you suck Scott Ian's cock? Actually, he looks like a miniature Kratos. You think Scott Ian's got that stupid-ass goatee on his cock, too? I don't know. I would suck it. Hey, do you, you ever listen to... Uh, I asked you one time, I said, like, oh, the only metalcore band I think still is pretty good is Every Time I Die. Did you know that that motherfucker from Every Time I Die and Scott Ian have a band? And uh, have you listened to that? You're talking about the one with the Fallout Boy guys, too? The Damned Things or whatever. Yeah, it's it's Fallout Boy with Scott Ian. And Scott... No, it's... Two, well, it was two members of Anthrax. One of the guys isn't in Anthrax anymore, Rob Caggiano. Every time I die, and, and a couple guys from Fall Out Boy. I never listened to that shit. Why would I? You should listen. Have you made any more Converge progress? You listen to my favorites that I told you. Uh, No, I haven't gone back to it. I will. Amazing. I will, though. I got. I was listening to a couple of new releases that came out over the last uh, couple of weeks, but um, no, I will. But so you're saying every time I die is like you're the only metalcore band that holds up for you, but like unless you consider Converge metalcore, because you still like that, right? I don't really consider them metalcore though. I, I don't either. And that's what we talked about last time. But I think a lot of people do. Fucking uh, Norma Jean, they put out a new album, and I don't like it. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's uh, this is the the best album they put out in a while," and I can't fucking get into it. Mac, did you die? Every time he dies. I think he's gone. We lost him. He probably went to fucking grab his uh his vape pen. Yeah. I always notice that they, they get ready to jump and they stop before the it cuts away. 
I didn't, I didn't notice it's it. Like, uh, it's like in Freddy vs. Jason where he's going to cut the dad's head off and he stops. The machete, yeah. That's stupid. Like, the editor is a fucking retard. Well. Like, we need to get the editor in this fucking uh, in a room. I need to fucking slap the editor with my cock. Like, this is what you get for doing that. You know what kind of surprises me is that we've actually talked about this movie kind of a lot. More than we have a lot of other movies. Uh, and this movie's absolute shit. It doesn't deserve it. It really doesn't. Do you want me to start kind of chipping away at some of these comments we have built up? Oh, uh, I guess. I, I guess. I'm going to grab uh, a drink, too. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Some of these questions are probably for you. Go ahead, then. No, go ahead and go grab your drink. I'll get it started. There's, All right. I'll read, I'll read the first one. Go. All right, so the first one doesn't... It's not really applicable to Zach anyway, so I'll read it. Somebody commented on our uh, uh, Philip Anselmo interview that our buddy Pat did. Um, yeah, it's just sort of a... Uh, it's more Phil's comment than ours. He just says, fan from day one. Try not to overexert yourself so much, brother. Respect from SoCal Harbor area with a fist bump emoji. That's hard. Um, all right. Anyway, on to the commentaries. Top secret commentary. Adrian Mendoza, the Omega. He says, Aaron, I'm sorry that your dad humiliated you like that. Instead of sitting you down and telling you that it's normal to be interested in these things at your age. Weezer's Blue Album is by far better than Pinkerton. Zach, thank you for posting the newest episode of Exploited Cinema. The guys discuss their favorite film scores slash soundtracks and play their favorite tracks. I understand that you are unable to post the episode on YouTube because it will get flagged. So I recommend everyone check it out. Thanks, dude. Yeah, um, YouTube's a bitch. And it's it's it kind of sucks, but at the same time, at least we have places like iTunes and Spotify that that stuff can be available. So we're glad you dig it. Are you back, Zach? Hell yes. Mendoza was. Uh, of course, I came back because this movie is great. Well, you missed uh, you missed our first comment from Mendoza, but you'll you'll hear it in the recap, I guess. Um, I saw boy Mendoza. It was I good. I already read it. Mendoza. He also said, "Oh, I guess." Uh, let me see. Well, Mendoza was uh, responding to Blocko69. I can't find his original comment. Blocko's modern life. Oh, he was he shared a link to uh, Made in Britain, I guess, a movie. Uh, Son-in-law commentary. That one's getting love still, which is pretty cool. Dave Richardson. He says, if you type in son-in-law Nathaniel Martinez, you will get the whole movie here on YouTube. Anyway, yeah, in the film, there's a big poster of Billy Ray Cyrus in Becca's room January 8th, 2018. January 8th, 29. Uh, 29. Hmm. It's like, I don't understand what that means. Oh, it, he tried to do a timestamp. That's what it was. Uh, it's like, well, we know who her favorite singer is and what her favorite music is. Pure country farm girl. I could honestly picture her line dancing to the achy breaky in her room. LOL. I can picture my dick oh, in her my mouth. my dick. Exactly. Oh, I got beat you. <laughs> well, so I guess she can be on Zach's dick while my dick's in her mouth. They, we can do that at the same time. Exactly. Dude, did fucking... And, uh, uh, my dick's so long, our dicks are going to touch. Uh, it's going to come out of her mouth? That's fucking fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's going to inside of her. Hey, did Mac really fucking bail? No. Why would I bail? <laughs> now, because you were quiet. We were asking where you were earlier. He fell asleep. He left. Oh, I, I went down and checked on Katana. Oh, okay. Are you going to come down and are we going to go to, like, fucking uh, Champagne on the fucking January 1st to get some dankies? What? Is that where they're? Is that where they have them? They're gonna have them everywhere. Well, the, no, not really. They're only gonna be in selected places. They're not just gonna be open everywhere. 
not right away, but the ones that are already open so are going to be selling it. Well, hell yeah, let's do it. How about we just actually how how about we just make good on our original plan to all go to Vegas and you guys can get blitz there because it's on every corner. Well, I was I was gonna say we should have been lit for this. Exactly, probably wouldn't hurt. Oh, look at that chick! Damn, this is pinky. That's the, that, oh, is that the chick from That's the chick from Smart Guy? Yeah, is it? No, let me see. Hold on, no, it's ah oh, damn, she's from something else though. Oh no, isn't that uh? Isn't that Angela? Sean Hunter's girlfriend. That's who it is. Oh, hell why does, yeah. Why does Pinky sound like Lil Richard? Though. Because he's fucking dog as fuck. He loved that spider. No, but but that real that really is her, and I always see her in this movie. She kind of looks like that uh, Aaliyah girl. That one that R. Kelly fucked when she was 13 and married her. Fucking creepy. Yeah. I, it's coming out of your mouth, all right. 13's fucking way past their prime for you. Exactly. No, but uh, no, that it really is. That's Sean Hunter's girlfriend, Angela, and I always found it weird that Yes, he's look at her. That's her, and she's fucking hot as shit. But isn't it weird how she was a main player on a popular uh, sitcom, and then she didn't even get a speaking role in this movie? Yeah, what the fuck? And she just comes in, but she's basic. She looks really fucking good in this, though. She play, she does hood rat right. Um, but anyway, let me see. Adrian Mendoza commented on Top Secret again. He's uh, commenting on ooh our lasagna talk. He says you like cottage cheese and your lasagna too. My mom would use cottage cheese instead of ricotta, and it was so good. Joe's Pizza sounds amazing, guys. Speaking of Brad Renfro, have you guys seen the film Bully directed by Larry Clark? Fun flick. No, I've never. I've heard of Bully. Have you guys seen I it? I like the Larry Clark. Classic. Never seen it, though. What's it about? I don't think Max seen it. I think He's probably thinking of a different movie. What's that one? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right. With the, I can't fucking think of his name. The two people. You're thinking in of it. Big Boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Rick Moranis <laughs> and thing. fucking Tom Arnold. That was a good movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. Some fucking dog. Was it? Uh, what was that? Is that what that documentary was called? Bully about bullying, too. Yeah. That's a good documentary. I like it. Yeah, those fucking little kids getting bullied. That was fucking the magical. Magical. <laughs> it's fucking sad. It's really hard to watch. Actually, it was a magical. Breaks my heart, man. Magically delicious. Yeah, this whole scene, man, where he's gonna fuck the little dude. Your achy, breaky heart. He's gonna. Well, he doesn't actually fuck him. Maybe that would have made the movie more exciting if he actually got what he wanted. Have you grabbed his junk though? Yeah, he did. What if he actually got? What if he actually fucking raped him? That's where the movie turned. That's where it went. Well, yeah. Did they just get this guy because they didn't have fucking Debo? Was Debo busy? Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I, I always thought that too. I'm like, why didn't he do it? Or do they feel they needed to? No, there's no way they would have been that, like, oh, we need, to, we need to shake it up and get a new character. If they wanted Roach in the fucking movie, they would have shoehorned uh, Tiny Lister, too. I wonder why he didn't do it. Well, you know what? He was busy filming a uh, music video with our boy Lucas, is why. <laughs> oh, yeah? Hell yeah. Yeah. The, our boy Lucas talked about that on our fucking uh, uh, scumbags. Yeah, he doesn't like to be called Debo. He likes to be called Tiny. I'm sure everybody does call him Debo. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that convention we went to this past year, Zach Tiny Lister was at it like a couple years ago, and that I didn't go. But uh, I figured that maybe he didn't do this movie because it's shit. Well, he be- yeah, that yeah, he has standards. Like an actor like that, I'm sure has standards now. No, I think he found Jesus right because I remember uh, he found him. Where the fuck was he? Under a rock somewhere. But I've been looking all this time. He said, uh, "Hell, if you ask Head, he found him too." He was on TBN, like I was passing by surfing, and I saw him on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, and he was on some, 
like seven hundred club or something like that. I don't. He was the seven hundred club. He was on one of those shows, and he was like, "I gave my heart to Jesus," and looking all scary and shit, saying it. But I just figured maybe, uh, maybe he didn't want to be in a role like that anymore. Oh. Look at him, man. That's kind of fun. I think that's a nod too, like him pulling his pants around his ankles like a little kid does at a oh, urinal yeah. in a public bathroom. Exactly. I still crack up when uh, they maybe, have. Maybe he's like Jack. He's like a fucking uh, grown man in a little kid's body, and that's why he lost to a fucking child in a fight. Fuck Jack. See, oh, dude, see, Angela. Jack's a great fucking. How fucking dare you? Look, Angela's so much hotter than that chick that Craig wants to fuck. I think. Oh, she got a line. She got one line. Hell yeah. See, Mike Epps is going to get both of them. He deserves them both. I told you a story about Mike Epps, right? I, I, seeing him live. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did. I saw him. Uh, I was working at a comedy club when I first moved out to Phoenix, and and, and, and he performed all weekend. And uh, it's funny. Whatever comic was occupying the place, because it was only open on the weekends. They weren't open during the week. But whatever comic was in town for the weekend, they'd usually do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but not always, uh, would determine the crowd you got, obviously. And like when we had Bob Saget come out, fucking the whitest fucking dorkiest people you know that think that shit's funny. But when you'd get a guy like Mike Epps or John Witherspoon, because he came out too, dude, you'd pull out the... The urban crowd, and they were different. They, I mean, I hate to, I hate to run stereotypes, man, but they didn't tip. They tried to get free stuff out of you. You know, they tried like making up accusations and you know trying to cause trouble with the managers, lying, trying to get free Hell meals. Fucking yeah, and and they and, know how it's done. And they were super animated, like you know when uh, you know Mike Epps or whoever cracked the joke, dude. They would flail their arms and kick around and just like holy, Be like. <laughs> Yeah, no, they really would. It was really, they're super animated. Um, that's the dank shit. That's the people I want to hang out with. That's, yeah, I like, have you ever gone to a, uh, a all-black church? It's great. <sighs> no, I've never. I went to one in the ghetto in Terre Haute a long time ago. It was great. They're all about it. It was donk. Was it like a Tinder, was it a girl you met on Tinder or something and you went to her church or something? No, I was a, dude, I was a kid. I went with my cousin. He lived in the ghetto oh. and we fucking went to church. That was his church. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Like what? Yeah, I met her on Craigslist as fucking a, a eleven year old, twelve year old. Craigslist that that is Craig too. Craig from fucking Friday. No, but at this uh, Mike Epps show though, uh, all that stuff aside, then there was a guy that was. I don't think he started it. He wasn't like heckling, but I think I think Mike Epps picked on him. Right? He made him like the subject of a joke because he's right up front, and the guy had no sense of humor. And he was fucking not having it. arms crossed. Well, that's a great place for him to be at a fucking comedy club then. Yeah, yeah, I know. He was like, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie. Listen, Reggie. Well, he he made it. Yeah, he took a dig at him or something like that or something about his woman right there. He probably made a joke about his woman or like wanting to fuck her. I don't know what he said. But the guy wasn't having it. And then at that point, he kind of kept barking shit. And it just kept fueling Mike Epps to like dig at him throughout the set. Anyway, at a fucking nowhere, man, at a certain point, some guys come out of the green room. It's his fucking entourage. And the show's still going on, so they don't see it coming. But his these big, you know, fucking entourage guys come out and they come up behind him and they just rip the tabletop off because they would all like they were just attached to the legs and the legs were like bolted down. Dude, he ripped the tabletop off and he just beat the fuck out of this guy from behind over his head and just didn't let up. 
and they they just and all of a sudden and now that created chaos and you know what it's like when a lot of people like are in a situation when chaos starts going crazy everybody goes crazy <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking doing that did you go crazy Aaron look no I was crazy? working there no dude any cuckoo crazy anyway and it's also I'm not trying to be racist but it's a certain type of crowd these were downtown people right he left he no bolted. listen to me he's like I ain't look, getting shot if a fight broke out at Bob Saget you'd have people backing up like oh whoa calling the police reaching for their cell phones trying to help dude. Dude, when one big <laughs> brother, I'm sorry, he started beating the shit out of the guys on a rush. Dude, the whole fucking comedy club took this as an excuse to rumble and fucking hell yeah, dude. And the whole fucking floor, the whole main floor, fucking just started. You get it, like oh, he's beating the fuck out of my boy. Fuck you. And then I'm beating the, the whole, you know, it just, it just grew and everybody's fucking kicking the shit out of each other. And then the other half of the people, like the people like, you know, on the uh, the second levels, they all fucking ran out on their checks. They took it as an excuse of, oh, fuck, I ain't got to pay for my drinks. <laughs> See, they're fucking, they're smart. I'm fuck. just saying it's a certain type of, I'm, it's a certain type of people. I'm not going to say. I would have never thought of that. Dude. That's a perfect fucking reason to leave. Dude. And uh, I remember... <laughs> I I then had to go back into the kitchen for something because uh, I was working out on the floor. But dude, I, I so he says. I, listen, I, I remember I was coming back out of the kitchen, back onto the floor, and then before I could hit the the swinging door, fucking the the first guy that was the subject of the, the the hit, he started getting he got pushed into the kitchen. The fight dragged into the fucking kitchen, and this guy had a, a stab wound in his stomach. Fuck me! Did they did they put his fucking nose in the fryer like in Toxic Avenger? No, because it, it kind of stopped there. It didn't get much past there. But, like, dude, he had fucking blood because uh, a glass bottle. <laughs> like, fucking broke a bottle and stabbed it in his stomach. And it was a that fuck. That was really his handlers? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was, his, it was his entourage. It was his entourage. Like, did they, get, it, did they have to go to jail? No, dude. So, you know, in the green room, there's a TV. You know, the, the people in the green room can watch the set. So they're, they're like, fucking seeing everything that's going on. And uh, I don't know if he, like, gave him some kind of signal. Like, with... <laughs> Like with a, like thumb to his nose or something like take care of this fucking guy, uh, but yeah it was terrible. Anyway, no, uh, the show got canceled obviously because dude is funny because as soon as everything erupted and the fight broke out, dude Mike Epps just left. He just walked off the stage and went back. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't comment. He didn't say He's like I'm gone. Yeah, and uh, he canceled the rest of the weekend of course. And uh, so I was like, what the fuck? And we had, they had to close down. They didn't, they lost money because A, their talent didn't play the next couple of nights. And the fucking restaurant was trashed. The fucking, the club was trashed. And all, half the people, because this place sat about 700, I think it was 750 people. Half the people didn't pay their checks. So they lost money. And none of the servers, dude, all the waiters, all of us, dude, we fucking, no, no, didn't get no tips. And so it was a big exactly. fucking mess, uh, and we were not very happy about it. But anyway, I thought, yeah, th- he's got to go to jail. He kind of incited a riot, and then one, you know, his entourage fucking, fucking assaulted people. But he ended did, up playing. Did, did the aunt were they were they listening to him, and was did they hear him like threatening or something, and then started it or something? In in the green room, they have TVs like a couch, like you know, the opening acts can watch or the headliner can watch the opening act. Yeah, you can hear everything. You can watch it just like it's a TV live broadcast. 
Um, so they were they were listening to everything. I don't know. I'm I'm like serving people, so you know I'm listening to the show, but my mind's also elsewhere. So I don't really know exactly 100 percent what was said, but I know it was an interaction between him and this dude and his woman. Uh, but it was pretty fucking funny, man. And uh, like, but he ended up getting invited back the next year. He's been back since. So I don't know. I don't know why they fucking brought him back. Cause it's like, dude, the clientele you bring out. Cause that's the fucking best night I would have had that week. It was it was insane. It, I I've told that story to other people too. Like, dude, I've I'm ruined for comedy shows because it was fucking intense. And he's ghetto, dude. I didn't think he'd be that ghetto. Like, you know, he brings out a certain, cause I watch him in these movies. He's kind of, you know, playful or whatever. Dude, this guy like comes out. He's dressed like a pimp. He reeks of fucking weed. Dude, that green room smelled like a Cypress Hill concert. I, I watched a, a recent one on Netflix that he released. Yeah. He had like a stand up. So yeah, he looked pretty fucking ghetto. But uh, that's kind of his thing. But, uh, <laughs> It was it was ridiculous, man. He didn't he didn't come off like I I don't know who started it, but it's like I kind of was like you're kind of an asshole, dude. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking pimp. Yeah, pimping ain't easy, Aaron. I guess so, man. Fuck. He used all that that fucking Friday after next money to get that entourage. Oh yeah, I guess so. Uh, nah, dude. What, what's it? Meet the Blacks. That movie's fucking garbage. Yeah, I, I looks dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that looked like a bad movie. I tried to watch it. It's got the same dude from the the album store, Pinkies. It's got the same dude that comes in and Did you bite this shit. Same motherfucker in there. Yeah, fucking. I was I was looking on IMDb and uh, for last Friday, there's a cast and uh, fucking that guy is reprising his role as a mad African guy. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. Wait for. Sounds so dumb. Like, you think it's actually gonna happen? No, I don't know. No, now it's done, man. Especially no John Witherspoon. But if they were gonna just repeat this movie and sandwich in every fucking minor dumb character in there, they could. They need to go back and strip it down. Actually, have a fucking story. They need to do my idea, and if fucking Chris Tucker doesn't come back, change the story from he went to rehab to like he fell in love with his mom and started fucking her, and just to piss him off. No, he fell in love with the chicken coop. I always thought that was such a fucking cop-out. We couldn't get him in the second movie. Just that throwaway line. Smoke, he don't want the rehab. Show we're gonna miss him. Like, for weed? It, it cuts to him. He's like, you in rehab for some marijuana? That scene from fucking Half-Baked. Yeah. It's just it's just really fucking stupid. Uh, Maybe he turned to other things. He, uh, he also did Angel Dust in that movie by accident. Then he should have said it. He should have said it. Not... <laughs> Not because of that. Hey, Smokey. Well, he didn't say he was in there for weed. Well, Smokey at the end of the first one said, I go rehab. I, which, oh, which, yeah. <laughs> which is funny, though. Which is funny, though, because he's clearly joking and he even says it. I was just playing. And you know this, man. So, wait, he had a change of heart. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I really should go to rehab. I don't like it doesn't. It's so out of character. Maybe it was court ordered rehab because uh, not not much time has passed. Isn't it like how much time passed from the first movie, to the second movie? Don't they imply it's just like. A summer? Something like that, yeah. Korean motherfucker. Yeah, so isn't it kind of out of character for Smokey, like the way we saw him at the end of the first one? It's like smoking up and, you know, telling to, to go to rehab? Like, that doesn't sound like Smokey. Yeah, now have you guys, when this movie came out, it had one of those Infinifilm DVDs. Yeah. Where it was interactive and you could watch the deleted scenes back in the movie and shit. Do you remember the original ending? No. It started here. And uh, basically, the fucking original ending was that, oh, he was stealing all the presents to give to his kids because they were poor. And it had one of those endings. Like, oh, yeah, it's all about giving. Like, Dumb. we learned something today. And then they changed it because they thought, like, oh, we don't want it to end on a happy note like that. We want him to fucking beat up the guy. Which is better. 
And I actually remember the fucking alternate ending better. Yeah, it's all pretty dumb. Hey, uh, on the Zodiac commentary, Mendoza Omega, uh, Mendoza, sorry. He said, once again, great video, guys. Uh, he's talking about uh, fucking exploited cinema. Loved all the serial killer talk. Have you guys seen the Netflix show Mindhunter, a show about serial killers and their impact on the FBI? Got to stop you there. I, I, by the way, you might, maybe maybe you don't, maybe they're not aware, but uh, Nick or sorry, J-Dog, they don't, they don't read these comments, so we can only answer them. But so I don't they know if he might read them. You think so? I, I guess know. I guess he might. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen uh, Nick commented one time on one of the videos. Oh, was it? Uh, what flick did we do? It was one of the Nazi flicks. Mm-hmm. And he commented. So maybe he does monitor. I, I apologize. But uh, he says, I recommend a great film from the 90s called Copycat starring Sigourney Weaver about a serial killer that copies the, the murders weaves. of famous serial killers. Sounds pretty cool. A female serial killer. Hmm. I've seen that movie. It's got that Dermot guy in it. Dylan McDermott? Dermot. Kermit the Frog? The other Dermot. Wait. Kermit Moraney? Dermot? Dermot Moraney. <laughs> yeah, everybody confuses Dylan McDermott with Dolma. Dur- I can't even fucking say, fucking say his name. Dermot Moraney. My mom likes that guy. It's like his her crush. So I saw that movie because she always watches it. Dylan McDermott and Dermot Ah, oh, it's so fucking hard. They always get. I watched Dylan McDermott because I watched uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday. I watched um, uh, Home for the Holidays. That Jodie Foster directed movie. Never seen it. It's 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 a cult classic. It's it's a good movie. It's just kind of like a a look into. Does Dermot show his cock in it? No, it's just a look and at. I'm not interested. <laughs> it's just a look at. But Robert Downey Jr. is a homosexual in it, and he, you know he's got a he's got Fuck a husband. Yes. Uh, but it's a good movie. Is I like blackface it. in it again. No, he's not. Isn't that funny? And I'm not Hold interested. Up. Hold up. <laughs> Isn't that funny that literally just a couple of years later, man, if they tried doing that blackface shit, it would have been all over. Yeah. Like he was right on the cusp of that. Is this what is this guy supposed to be Mike Epps dressed up? I don't know what you're talking uh, about. This fucking old guy right here with the shotgun. It's somebody in old makeup. Oh, let me see. Yeah. It looks like Mike Epps. Yeah, it probably is Mike Epps. <laughs> yeah, that's Mike Epps. Yeah, look, he's got the lip pucker. That's him. He looks like he got burned. Yeah. I'd fuck him still. But uh, what was I talking about? I don't remember. I've already forgotten. Uh, The Wolfman commentary. DTWX. It's like uh, DMX's cousin or something. This commentary sucked and a waste of time. Nothing about the film was discussed. Only evil dead and masturbating. I should have went with Oliver Harper instead. Frowny face. Yeah, you should have, bitch. <laughs> Call him Oliver Harper's motherfucking ass up. He won't let you down. We will. You can suck Zach's dick. Wait. Suck it up till he hit... I don't know. Yeah, just suck Zach's dick. That's good. And fucking savor the cummy flavor. Yeah. No, that's fucking hilarious. Yet... <laughs> well... I gotta give the I'm I'm just playing. I gotta gotta I gotta give him props because at least he was looking for a commentary. He didn't just stumble on it thinking he was gonna watch the Wolfman. He he gave us honest feedback. He listened to the commentary, and to be fair, his criticisms are pretty on point. Like we don't we don't fucking talk about the movie most of the times. So exactly, he just legitimately didn't care for it. So anyway, I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna apologize on behalf of Zach. You could take his dick out of your mouth. But not till he finishes. Exactly. And then put mine in it. And then put Max in it. And let him finish. But then after that, 
I appreciate your feedback, and we appreciate you giving us a chance. So that's all I can say. Thank you. Uh, Twilight Zone, an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. Eric, Eric B. said, Owl City, bruh? I don't, I don't get it. Did we make an Owl City reference on that? Owl City, that's a band, ain't it? It's like it's one guy that makes music oh. out of his fucking basement. But yeah, Owl City. he's got a band. Maybe, maybe he accidentally watched this thinking it was going to be like an Owl City album. Sorry, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Owl City, bruh. But uh, thanks Owl for City. no, thanks for commenting, Eric B. We appreciate it. Uh, I, Air, Owl City, they were kind of like popular. He was popular for like a, a year or two. It just kind of reminds me of like that dashboard confessional sound, you know. And every every vindicated. Song- I am selfish. I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. <laughs> swear I knew it all along. I couldn't get into dashboard. No. Oh my god, that was like Luke, one of Lucas' favorite bands. That song was on uh, fucking. Uh, that song was on uh, Spider Man too. It fits. Speaking of that, whenever I used to hang out with Philip and Lucas at Philip's house, uh, Lucas, we all had like our own computer in his computer room, and Lucas had like LimeWire on one of the computers, and he had a shit ton of dashboard stuff, like videos. So, me and Philip, we downloaded gay porn. Oh my gosh. And retitled Why? them to Dashboard Confession. Yeah, we retitled. And I'm like, hey, Lucas, why don't we listen to some of your dashboards? Won't you, won't you uh, shut up and let us listen to some of your dashboards? And it was two guys getting fucked on a dashboard. Yeah, it, was pretty, it, was, it was a dude sucking another dude's dome. And I was like, how do you like that microphone? Oh how do you like my that? Gosh. I like them apples. It was great. Remember the version we made? It was like, vindicated, I, I just, just masturbated, masturbated ejaculated. ejaculated. <laughs> that was fucking better. Fucking stupid. Inglorious Bastards commentary, 1978. Uh, Blocko69, made a re- he made a request. He made a request, and it's a good request, and it's one we've always talked about doing, especially here lately. I just don't know if it fits in the Christmas theme, because I get it's cold, but he says, would you guys do John Carpenter's The Thing for Christmas? Hell yeah! I mean, it's not Christmas. Oh, it's yes. snowy. I mean, Who but a fuck. You don't know that. How do you not? Know? How do you know that? Does it give you a date? It could be uh, Christmas for all you know. Christmas in Alaska. I guess you're right. I do. Antarctica. I do want to do it very soon, though. I do want to do it very soon. I mean, maybe that's a better movie for January after Christmas has passed and it's still winter and kind of fucking desolate because that movie feels like a January movie. Like January's fucking depressing as shit. If you live where Mac lives or you live where Zach lives, it's like. It's it's disgusting. Winter is really kicked in, and you don't even get like the Christmas out of it. It's just kind of shitty. Uh, what? That's kind of why January sucks. I mean, you you kind of don't get shit. I mean, here you get you might get it's raining, then it's snowing, and then the next day it's fucking sunny as fuck. It just yeah. I like mean, it it's the way it's lately. that way in Missouri too. But it just sometimes you get a bad winter, sometimes you don't. I think last winter in the Midwest it was fucking easy as shit. It wasn't nothing, but you know what I mean. Anyway. No, well, actually, it was the longest winter we've had because it lasted like past April. Everyone was like, "Are we not getting summer?" Because around summer it was still fucking snowing. Yeah, well, that's why I like Arizona, man. It's pretty fucked up. Arizona, predictable. He got to nail both them chicks. Oh, Hell he yeah. did. Yeah, dude. This is the worst ending <laughs> of any movie, by the way. Any of the movies. I don't get it. Who who caught him again? I don't fucking know. He said until uh, my mom burst in. I don't know why his mom was there. Uh, that's their house, I thought. But yeah, it replays this scene, and he says this line. It's fucking cringy. Oh, he already said it. He goes, don't ever, 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 ever. It's, it's fucking bad. You know? Yeah, this movie's terrible. 
Yeah, I already stopped it. Uh, Inglorious Bastards as well. Adfo says Home Alone Five would be a great commentary. I kind of thought it was kind of a cool idea. Like he had, he was onto something. Like what if we would have just dedicated the whole month to all the Home Alones, even the shitty ones. Home Alone Three, Four, Five. Because Home Alone Four and Five are the straight to video ones. I don't think I'd still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's something for next uh, next December we should like try and tackle. But I think that'd be funny to do that. What was that? Home on four? Yeah, well, let's wait till we're lit. Yeah, that that's one you guys should be blazed for. And I'll just tag along. We should blaze our dead homie. <laughs> Is that ICP blaze your homie or was it? Yeah, there's a fucking uh, in the fucking uh, psychopathic records. There's a, a rapper called Blaze Your Dead Homie. That's ridiculous. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, David Capper, the Capperfield. He uh, timestamps 54 minutes and 40 seconds. Quotes, better, worse, better than the first. Quote of the episode, and it rhymes regarding It Chapter 2 viewing. Uh, I got to watch that eventually. I'll, it's probably going to be streaming here soon. I enjoyed it. That was, I bought a few 4Ks. Uh, so with Black Friday and all that bullshit, I, the only time you're going to get a good deal during that weekend and Cyber Monday is just little things. Like, you're really not getting a good deal buying TVs and bullshit because people like Walmart, Best Buy, they get in doorbuster TVs just for the holiday that are shittier. Just for Black Friday. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, every day that I work, you see, like, them being returned more and more. Like, all the fucking cheapest TVs, the ons. It was on. It, last year, it was, like, the fucking Roku uh tcl tvs and they just fucking brought them all back and this year it was on on has their own tvs now which is like our shittiest brand yeah and they have fucking tvs now (laughs) and it's like every single one of them kept coming back and the shitty thing was is we were handing out i guess we were people were handing out flyers and didn't even have enough tvs so when people would come Uh in to finally get their tv because they already paid for it we wouldn't have one but it it kills me though because people uh like I said, they, they, they manufacture these TVs just for the big holiday sale. And I, I assume once the holiday's over, they ship them back, whatever's left, if there's anything left. Because they're not selling that shit yeah. throughout the year. It's totally different models. And, yeah, they're they're just like, hey, people just care about seeing 70-inch TV. Like, oh, yeah, they don't. sometimes they don't care about mm-hmm. the brand. Or even if it is. Oh, dude, a lot of the time it's just like the older fucking people, too. And, like, the yeah, people that can't... Uh, like the boomer sooners the ones that they don't even fucking care what it is i'm like he he no they just want a big tv they just but the thing is is and my mom bought one of those one year like a uh, fucking 10 years ago and it's like yeah it was a big tv but it looked like ass it's like the resolution was so shit <laughs> it's like there's nothing hd about this fucking shit and it's not true it might say 1080p or 4k but it's not true 1080p or 4k it's all bullshit um but anyway, yeah. So, and and I, I was telling people I worked with uh, the other day about that, and <laughs> there some of them were sad because they got TVs. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's shit, man. They, 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 it's it's what's on the inside, and it's just balls. But uh, yeah, it's what's on the inside that counts. Now, when it comes to TVs with people, you're right, Zach. That is a good message to convey, but not in this case. And usually, it's my cock in their ass that counts. Yeah, still also low well, low quality, low grade. <laughs> Uh, or one of your jizz socks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Back and I had this idea that like after after like the umpteenth time somebody's gonna like re-release a movie or a game. It's like at this point, what are you gonna do to make it exciting? They should get the developers or someone on the production team of a movie just to throw in their cum sock in the clamshell. Mm-hmm. You know. Fuck yes. I mean, it'd be one of a kind. I'm because so, like, think about it. Oh, special yeah. editions of games, they just kind of keep getting bigger and bigger and more grandiose and more ridiculous. It's like that uh, desk. 
Yeah, the stranding like, one. How much would you pay for a fucking uh, ice cubes cum sock, for instance? Uh, I'd go ten grand at least. Nothing. I'd uh, what is it? I'd rather I'd rather have MC Wrens because it smells like Dr. Dre shit, right? But uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, those those sets are getting huge. Like that Death Stranding one. It's like the size of fucking luggage, man. Fucking it's baby. ridiculous. It's like this is so stupid. I mean, can you imagine if you're one of those people, <laughs> these YouTubers, these nerds that really collect every single thing? How much space that has to get? I mean, it's like next level. But that's the only place it could go is is throw in some used condoms or a cum sock or something. Dude, I'd 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 pay for fucking hideous pubes or hideous pubes. I could sell that shit. Make it smaller. It's cheaper. I mean, Just I, put it in the case. That guy's got a bonsai tree. I guarantee it. I've been to Japan. I, I've seen a few in my day. He's probably got enough. Uh, pube hairs there to to accommodate it's just the tip with a bush that's exactly it is it's like a little it's like a giant bush with a little bitty like bird's talon peeking out like what the fuck is that a little nub helmet in the bush it's a, it's a bird's nest it's exactly what it is with the baby bird uh all right so anyway david capper he commented on top secret he said nice session suggestion blast what the fuck february he says where are so, this is actually kind of funny he says where you make weird odd unrevival choices such as private valentine starring jessica simpson google it he says or mm-hmm. other choices that make fans watching say what the fuck what the february yeah, obvious October, he says, where you have loads of guests and do the big movies everyone does, did, slash, like, Robocop, Star Wars, etc. But you have live stream panel combos and maybe drinking slash R-Tarted, uh, he bleeped that out, R-Tarted Remake March. <laughs> R-Tarted Remake March, uh, when you do remakes that nobody oh, yeah. asked for, like Charlie's Angels 2019, Total Recall 2014, uh, etc. And he also said Naughty Nun November 2020, exploitation. That's a good one, too. Hell yeah. We should remember that. If we don't remember that, you should remind us. I think Naughty Nun November is perfect. Yeah, that's cool. I picked up, uh, speaking of RoboCop, I picked up the new Arrow RoboCop because it was on sale and I haven't watched it yet. I mean, the other one's good. It's got the director's cut. I mean, it might, unless it's like a really good transfer. I didn't really check out all the special features, but hopefully it's worth it because I have the other version. But I love that movie, so it is what it is. Inglorious Bastards, Adrian Mendoza, he says, why don't you guys, because this is a response to the Uzak when you were uh, trolling people about, you know, taking time off and quitting. Or no, you were talking about quitting. You're fed up. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. This is the last episode. Oh, yeah. This is it, guys. But <laughs> Adrian Mendoza, uh, I don't know. I, I like to think that when we get comments like these, people are commenting as they're watching and they don't wait for the whole thing to be over. To find out that he was just uh, fucking around. He says, why don't you guys just take a month off? Take off in the middle of December and come back in the middle of January. Or take all of January off and do a best of. I think I've been listening to your movie commentaries for three years now straight. And you guys have never taken a break. So, Well, if that's the case, then how the fuck do you not know that he's fucking around? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it was about halfway through that you know we finally just broke that character. I think I broke it for Zach. But uh, he, was, he was doing a pretty good job. It was pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, I, you know, we kind of took a little break because last week was a, a an unreleased episode. We didn't record last week, so that's kind of a little break. And uh, you know, we're gonna have to double up though because I'm going home for Christmas this year, so I'm not gonna be free to record. You're always free, baby. On Christmas in this the week of Christmas. Well, I guess I guess if we recorded the week of Christmas, it would be for January first. It'd be like a New Year thing. So I think uh, maybe the last week, the third week of December, here in a couple weeks, we might have to double up if you want to do something for New Year's. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, Psycho Two commentary got some love. 
Shannon McLean says, love your review on Psycho 2. Did you do the other three movies? If not, please do. I got to go in here and link them uh, and I'll do that. But we did them all but the first one now, which we still got to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to knock that out. But yeah, I'll, I'll throw links in there too. But yeah, we did them all besides the first one. Cinema Wasteland uh, meeting David Hess. And uh, is it R- Ruggiero or Ruggiero Diodato? How do you say his name? Ruggiero. Ruggiero Diodato. Uh, Harry Stradling. This is an exploited cinema episode. He says, thank you and please keep them coming. So we got we got a nice little following of people that are really appreciative that we're posting all these up and, and keeping them alive. So hopefully Nick hears that stuff and you know he knows that uh, people miss it. Uh, Married with Children, It's a Bundyful Life, the one we uploaded last week, week one of Christmas. Blocko69 says, Merry Christmas, you crunchy son of a guns. Thank goodness Zach didn't retire, or I'd be even more alone. Might as well do the Pee Wee, Beavis and Butthead, and Bump in the Night Christmas specials. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yes. I wanted to do Pee Wee, I think, last year. I don't. Did we do that? Yeah, we did. Okay, so that's unreleased. Oh, I think you're probably going to get, we'll probably throw that up at some point. Uh. But yeah, we did that last year because we did a marathon. I think we did Rudolph. I think we did fucking Pee Wee. We did Bundyful Life, obviously. We might have done something else, too. I don't know. Is, it, is your plan to release more of those or to sprinkle them? Or what are you going to do with those? Yep, they're getting released, baby. Fuck yeah. We're going we're gonna to lay it on you. Uh, all right. So you got that stuff coming. Adrian Mendoza, we're going to give you the last couple of comments. He commented on the Cinema Wasteland uh, meeting David Hess and Rosario Diodato as well. He says... What does J-Dog look like? I am, I'm imagining a John Holmes greasy looking guy. That's exactly what he looks like. He's got short hair. He looks just like John Holmes. Well, John Holmes had long no, hair. He, he doesn't have short hair. He looks like John Holmes. <laughs> okay. Well, he looks like John Holmes. Dick Dick, and everything looks like John Holmes. Uh, exactly. It's fucking veiny as fuck. And he does some timestamps that I didn't listen to, but he says at 3548, listening to a comment from Todd Riverman is awesome. He says, I love that Todd talks about starting a podcast. Was this before BTM? Uh, so that is what would become BTM. You're going to hear it fucking yeah. coming to life and it's, it's all happening. Yeah. And you know, what's funny. I was noticing we're really close to being all caught up with fucking revival classics. Like we have one, two, three more and then, or four more. And then we could just start fucking uh, putting the originals as the, like, like the very first behind the mask with the lush and river man. Oh, yeah. And then you it'll be all lined up and you can just hear it all unfolding in real time all over again on the new You want to you want to hear some cringe man those first uh, that first season if you want to co- divide it up by seasons with the Lush and myself Red Rocket and all that stuff. Um but yeah, no, so they to answer your question, Exploited Cinema predates Revival House by like what, a couple months? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just they were but they were friends, you know, like Todd, they they just launched and Todd had his finger on the pulse of the the podcast scene, which wasn't anything. It was all just nerdy fanzine type guys. And, and it was podcasts like this. They weren't mainstream. It was all like genre shit. And uh, he, it, I remember it bit him real good. Like he had the bug and he was telling me about it. And he wanted to start a podcast like ASAP, like literally within the first few, few weeks he wanted to start it. And it was a few weeks before we got it rolling. So 
we were right on the heels. So we came up together, which was pretty cool. He says at 45 minutes, 58 second mark. I love that. As soon as they answer Riverman's questions, they get to Zach who recently recommends a sleazy, a sleazy film. No, sorry. Who Zach, who recommends a sleazy film called the taming of Rebecca. I think this needs to be the next commentary you guys need to do together. Uh, did Zach and Riverman know each other at the time? So the, I think that's what Zach was talking about, where it's literally watching BTM come together on that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And that's also how small the pool was of followers. You're right. It was very niche, right? Niche or niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, that literally Zach was a fellow commenter and no, they didn't know each other at the time. And I don't know. Did, did you probably found us via them or was it vice versa? As soon as like, uh, the, you guys started a podcast and then there was an episode where you came on exploited yeah. cinema and then I started listening. It, it was that incestuous, right? And the, the pool was that small where we all had the same followers and listeners. Uh, so no, Todd didn't, we didn't know Zach at the time. He was just a listener for a while. I mean, you guys can obviously refer to the, uh, campfire tales episode where he called in, but, uh, yeah, man, it was cool. And I still remember Zach. Uh, fucking in, I don't remember what year it was, maybe like 2012 or 2013, when you sent me DVD copies, burned copies of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Slit Your Shorts. Oh, yeah. Like, that's old school, like, tape trading in the 80s metal scene shit, right? You know, where people would, like, send posts, like, people would network with other metal heads in Europe from South America and, and fucking just burn tapes and tape trade. That's how people found out about other underground bands from other territories. You know, what other kind of in podcasting is like the new version of that where people were uh, sending each other shit in the mail and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. And lastly, he also says, uh, what? Do, oh, no. I already answered that. Jade all looks like a greasy John Holmes. What'd that be like? What? But anyway, that's cool. We're glad you're enjoying all that shit. Um, I think we got to wrap it up. So what's coming out? You guys are going to do a Friday movie for Mac and Zach Friday the 13th. We are. Fuck yeah. You want to be on it, you bitch boy? When are you recording it? I don't know. Whenever you can be on it. Well, let- actually, it would have to be before Friday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What Wait. is? Wait you mean, is it next? Is Friday thirteenth next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I've been real, real busy, but next week I'm going to be freed up more. So I mean, yeah, I might, I might be on it. Just let me know what day you want to do it. As long, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that, so it should be all right. I don't know if we're going to have time. I'd really, I really fucking wanted to do a cinema enema, but maybe we'll have to launch uh, January with that. I don't know. So Zach, you got to watch that movie, man. Let me know when you, well, let me know whenever you're free to do a cinema enema. You know, I don't want to like overload you or nothing. So, um, mm-hmm. sounds like we're going to have a beefy month anyway, if we're going to put up all those fucking specials we did last year, which is cool. And maybe a cocky one. What's that? It's going to be a beefy cocky beefy. Bunch of cocks. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got for now. Check out all our other content. Make sure you guys are liking and subscribing and following and all that bullshit. Social media, YouTube. Uh, check out links and go to podcast services. We're on all that stuff too. Leave us uh, feedback. All that shit. Spread the word. Mac was talking about. Mac's got the right idea. He wants to. He wants to be more dedicated as far as like doing consistent live streaming stuff. And I'm down. I think we're just yeah. we're just so used to the routine of our normal schedule. It's just hard to buckle down, but all it is is coming together. Zach, say something. That sounds great. Yeah, all all it is is us coming together and saying, "Look, we're gonna do a stream this day every week around this time," and just committing to it. Now, Mac Mac is free on a Friday. I can be free on Fridays at a certain time that Mac, I guess, is. It's just a matter of Zach is, 
And then if we all agree, okay, that's cool. I think we should do it. Whether that's a live game stream once a week and kind of we pick up the retro rampage again. Uh, maybe that's probably the smartest idea since everything mm-hmm. else is covered. But uh, it's just a matter of us committing to it. And I'll, I'll say right here, I'm putting, my, I'm putting my money down. I'll commit to it. Zach, are you free on Fridays? Like around, uh, I, I guess your time, five to six, like a start record time in that area. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, and Mac is too, right? And I am. Fuck yeah. So yeah, we'll start doing that. We're going to resurrect and, and make sure we're more on the the ball with the fucking retro rampages. And uh, I don't know, Mac, maybe maybe this is the show you should be running. Like how, what you can decide what games we're doing, how you want to do it. Are we going to experiment with a- Are you guys a game? Let's fucking do it. Are we going to fucking, uh, <laughs> are we going to fucking experiment with Google Hangouts like Zach wants to do? I don't know. We can try it. I've never even heard of it. What's that about? What's that's, that be that's like? That's for movies. Oh, is it only movies? Well, I think Mac Mac had an idea last time. Uh, so we did our live stream just when we were doing a commentary on YouTube. There's a way we should experiment and do it on all of them. We should try and do live streams. On, we should split them up. Some on Facebook um, and just kind of see what's best. But I know there's like programs you can get where you can multi-stream on all of them at once. And I was, I remember I sent Mac a link. We got to look more into it. And there's a couple of them that were vouched for that are free. They just, you know, their paid versions are just more than what we need anyway. Cause I think like free versions are like, they limit you to one Facebook channel at a time mixed with one Twitch channel at a time mixed with one, uh, YouTube at a time. So like, for example, if you want to pay for it, it's only good if, uh, we want to stream on the revival Facebook, but you guys also want to just have it stream on the Mac and Zach Facebook at the same time. That's, that's a bit overkill anyway. So we could always experiment, but that's uh that's all we got for now. Uh, cheers. Uh, it's not quite Christmas yet, but hopefully you guys are enjoying the season. Hopefully you guys let us know in comments. If you guys scored any goodies, like for the, uh, the shitty, uh, black Friday, you know, consumerist holidays and stuff like that. I did. I'm guilty. But anyway, catch you guys later. Bye bye, puppets. End of the week at the revival house. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are polished short. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppets. Zach beat in a solo cup man. Goodness, camera's love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bay. Sounds good. Like this country used to. I bought Leprechaun Returns on Blu-ray because it was on sale for uh, two ninety nine. I'm like, fuck it, dude. They had a lot of good. Like, I don't remember it much because I was and I had to work it. But I guess I came home with the shit. You're showing up to work. What a fucking idiot! Always, dude. I can't stand that place. Don't don't say that shit on the podcast, man. Bleep it out. Yeah, bleep it out. But anyway, <laughs> he's not going to. He's gonna get me fired. Shit, I've I should have already been fired. Cause, yeah.